Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name's Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is back. Hi, Stony. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another rousing episode of Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you all the piping, hot, scolding, tea, Rama, tea tantra, girl. Oh, tea tantra, molten drama, bitch. It's on fire. Lots it's burning. Tea. Lots of tea. So much tea. Just burning everyone's shit down. Yeah, girl. The city of Pompeii should watch out, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too soon? <laughs> no, I think it's fine. Okay, I think cool. It's too soon. Well, <laughs> rude. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh welcome back everybody how's everyone doing um you know i know we just talked into your ears yesterday but um yeah we're all are we all living honey yeah um nothing new to report still studying i am actually um hopefully if mother nature cooperates here in indiana i'll be seeing two fellow hoosiers for a nice Ooh. covid safe hangout in the garage slash outside garage with all the doors open mask all that fun stuff but um yeah old marching band members kappa kappa psi members with seth and i it should be a good time yeah nothing new to report for me (laughs) sony's feeling quiet and not shady for a moment so let's just all take that in um yes yes (laughs) <laughs> I was uh, living my life last night. I had a busy night because we, we recorded the UK podcast. And then we, uh, well, then I watched season 13 episode. And then I watched um, a concert online for one of my favorite bands that I have been a fan of for a long time now. The Starting Line. They did a, a, a virtual concert that I got to watch from the comfort of my bed and <laughs> drink a double Jack and Coke and a truly and i was feeling it good that sounds like a fun night you know i've had some fun covid concerts and shows and they're not bad so i'm glad you yeah. got to do that with one of your favorite bands you know it's just a busy night for us new york girls you know gig gig another gig <laughs> gigs <laughs> for everyone well yes. maybe not everyone Yes, girl. Um, Yeah, I guess we have a little bit of tea to get into this week. Um, You know, it's maybe a little bit of a a mild tea at this point in time. But about a week ago, there was a moment captured on camera. I'm not sure what it was for, but there was a discussion. There was Elliot with two T's and there were three other drag queens. I don't remember all of them except for I remember Coco Montrese was one. And... um, they were talking, I don't know, I guess about the show. And Elliot makes this comment about how Simone is like black excellence, but not aggressive. Oh, black excellence or black girl magic? Oh, black girl magic. That's the exact word. Yeah. Okay. But not in an aggressive way. Okay. Yeah. So I think that was exactly how she said it. So let's un- unpack that for a moment. Oh my gosh. Words mean things, sis. I mean, come on. In 2020, in 2021, we need to be aware of what we're saying. We can't all still be living under rocks, especially um, in the queer community, in the drag community. There's queens of colors all over, 
all over. Surely you've talked to one of your good sisters about what's going on in the world or done a Google or two. So I thought it was definitely a little ignorant of a comment to make. Yeah, I think it was very, very ignorant of her to say not very, um, not very smart, <laughs> like very uh, tone deaf, I guess is the word mm-hmm. to use yeah. or the phrase to use. But I don't know, like I saw where her apology came through for it. And I feel like maybe she understands where mm-hmm. she went wrong. But mm-hmm. like definitely to say like Simone is black girl magic, but not in an aggressive way is is not. It's a uh, like um, oxymoron, I guess. Is that the right term? Maybe I just in a way we know we know what that term means for black and brown people. It's always been used as like a whistle, a a dog whistle of sorts. Like, oh, they're this way, or oh, they're so passionate. It's like, do you mean like rose passionate, or do you mean like? Um, Psycho Jamal passionate. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, and it just it Tamisha Mon passionate. <laughs> <laughs> it surprised me that uh, Elliot would say that though, because even just like to a panel of all black queens. Yeah, because yeah. like I mean, I can even think of like having straight friends that haven't been around gay people that have said stuff like, "Oh, like, well, he's gay, but like not like too gay," where it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he's straight acting." Yeah, or like you know, it's like not all in your face, and that's just like so offensive to say because it's like, oh, okay, well, we can't have too much gay, or we can't have too much blackness, or else you know that makes us uncomfortable. That's what I hate <laughs> because like I've been dealing with some things personally that I won't go too much into detail with, but what I I do appreciate Elliot acknowledging the fact that initially they were defensive in response to the internet dragging them for what they said. It's natural. We're all human. Okay. But I white see people. Elliot blocking a lot of people. Oh, okay. Well, that's, we need to stop doing that. Y'all have too much time on your hands. Why aren't you on Zoom like the other girls making money and getting tips from yeah. the Venmo? But anyway, white people, we need to calm down because there are things now, I don't care who your, your fucking parents are or grandparents are, that we should understand today. We're not of different times. We're living and breathing today in 2020 and 2021. Current, currently living and breathing, okay? Keywords, they mean things. So stop getting defensive. It's a learning It's a learning moment for you it's a coaching moment for you um people sure the internet is tacky and messy but we all knew that so let's not spend too much time on that think outside of yourself read the situation and you know acknowledge where you went wrong where i think elliot did but there's so many people out here who say these kind of things and make these kind of comments and they just want to stay mad because, oh, this is why I can't talk to you. Um, why does everything have to be about race? Um, if you just watch this video, this is what they're really saying. No, bitch, if the person's supporting racist people, they're racist. If we're using terms like aggressive, clearly you're telling me you don't know shit about what's going on um, socially in this world right now. So we just have to do better. Take it on the chin and move forward. Definitely, yeah. I totally agree. Um, you know, I don't think we need to necessarily damn Elliot. Yeah, it was a real dumb comment, especially in 2021. Like, being ignorant is kind of like, um, uh, it's, I feel like it's hard to be ignorant in 2021, especially after the Black Lives Matter movement. 
Yes, and I'm um, sorry I don't want to cut you off, but you know I've been doing a lot of reading about real estate lately. So let me give you an example. Once you get your real estate license, you can't go out and sell a house that has a sewer issue that you know existed or that you didn't know existed because the law doesn't care. You should have known. You should have known that there was an issue because you're doing your research and you know your trade. So it's just not an excuse anymore moving forward. So keep it. I think totally Elliot did girl. I think Elliot did understand what they did wrong. So I appreciate the apology. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess with that, we can move on into the show because we do have a lot to talk about this week. I feel like we're gonna actually we're actually gonna talk about Untucked. So, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our honest tea spill of the week, girl. Uh, honest tea. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week, where, of course, we are back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that happened in this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. Woo! What a fiery episode. So many looks. Yeah. So many looks and so much drama, honey. Six looks. Can you believe it, Queen? I feel like Jamal is going to be the sriracha of this podcast host. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jamal's been on fire this week. I think I'm just letting out a lot of pent up stress. So fuck sriracha. It's not even that spicy. You <laughs> lamos. Um, let's call it habanero. What about work Chester sauce? Worse, yeah. You just That's splash a little on your spicy. face. <laughs> but it is salty, like some people on this cast. No shade to sriracha sauce. I love a chili sauce, but it's not a hot sauce, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Hot cha. Cha cha, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, that's where my mind, that's how it works. Um, anyways, <laughs> at the top of the show, Kamora Hall has sashayed away. See ya, Kamora. At least you looked fierce leaving the workroom. She that's sure true. did. She was like a dungeon dragon. <laughs> right? <laughs> Shout out to Barb's everywhere. Yes, girl. And to Eddie. Is that Eddie? No, Eddie is locked up where he belongs. Oh. That is Reynolds acting a damn fool. Reynolds! That's what I thought, bitch. <laughs> this always happens. <laughs> I like it when he helps us to f- record the podcast. Yeah, he always highlights the good points. Yes. Um, all right. Well, someone was eliminated, so holla. <laughs> Progression. How about, about that? Fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's like for a second, I did think it was going to be RuPaul's best friends race. It's time to get these hoes out of here, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta start getting them out like two at a time, bitch. Like, let's get this party started. Yeah. So. Um. So we start the show by Candy Muse calling out Elliot for not being good enough. Uh, Unannounced. Uh, yeah. un- unrequested criticism. Not provoked in any way. Elliot just sitting there and Candy says, you should have went home. Yeah. Elliot is just sitting there <laughs> perched, looking like a real housewife, going to the ball. Um, looking like a real housewife, by the way, that completed the assignment, by the way. But yeah, Whoop. nobody asked for that, um, Candy. Yes. So after we get past Candy's opinion that nobody asked for, uh, Candy says that uh, again on not not asked for this opinion. She says that can uh, Candy says that Simone is her biggest competition. Mm-hmm. I get what Candy is trying to say here. It's like okay, the girl with 
the most wins and she's clearly doing the best. So yes, this is my, I feel personally, this is my competition, but it's very dismissive in a way. It's very dismissive of everyone else in the competition. And can we also say that candy hasn't won anything like, okay. (laughs) What about everybody else? Her wig from last (laughs) week. And it was not good. I don't understand why the people are praising her like cheap wig that was not styled well. I know. I feel like Candy is like thinks she's like this amazing queen. I don't think she's bad in any way, but like Well, because she has a like, reputation before coming into the workroom. So I think that she like has her head inflated from the go. I guess, but I feel like everyone else has their own reputations. Like I don't know. I just feel like yeah, it's but like candy. Candy's from the house of Aja. Formerly, or no longer the House of Aja, (laughs) but like, I don't know. It's just like, whatever. Like, you haven't won anything. So stop pretending, like, first of all, to say that you're even on the same level as Simone (gasps) is a stretch. (gasps) Oh, shit. Library's open, girl. Keep going. I need a drink. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I mean, Simone probably doesn't see you as uh, her competition. (laughs) 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 I like where Ah! this is going. Listen, that is it right there because listen, <laughs> listeners, and if you are toxic listening to this, hear this. Was Candy's face beat correct? Yes. Did her did her hair look good? I thought so. I thought it was great. Meh. Wasn't any was it anything groundbreaking? Hell fucking no. Stop lying to yourself. Okay? Yes, girl. So yeah, Tamisha has to step in and she goes, Let me bring you down a notch, sis. Um, Tamisha said that we are all here and she feels like Candy, um, is trying, Candy thinks she's like the host of the show sitting up there with Michelle and Rue, (laughs) you know, and like, she needs to remember that she's just a contestant on the show, like everybody else and get in line, sis. (laughs) We call it Candy Muses Untucked. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Candy Muses Untucked later. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah sorry we're not in untucked this is literally the top of the show sorry yeah <laughs> i appreciated this um approach from my mom though because say what you want like we all as people communicate differently i've done a lot of growing and learning about how to communicate but tamisha was being real and this just reminds me so much of when my uncles and aunties would gather my ass when i was growing up and said some out-of-pocket shit it's just like hold on wait a moment and, you know, the conversation continues. But um, some of us just can't take critiques as well as others. Yes, girl. So for this week's mini challenge, babies got back. That's right. We get to see grown men dress as babies in the most <laughs> uncomfortable mini challenge ever. I can't say that I enjoyed any of this or anyone. <laughs> no, this ne- never needs to come back ever again. <laughs> Make it Listen, stop. <laughs> I'm not going to kink shame. I know some of you are probably like into that, which is fine. But <laughs> it was a little um, different for Drag Race. But we've seen a lot of crazy shit on Drag Race. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I just think like maybe it didn't need to happen. <laughs> I like, mean, or, or, that, that. or that. Yeah, it's I don't know. It didn't need to happen. Like we can think of better many challenges than this. It wasn't I mean, even entertaining. Us. Hire us. We're here. I mean, just do fucking limbo like they did on UK. It's fine. I yeah. will get on a plane. Talk to about work lowering for... the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. 
Yeah. <laughs> so in the end, La La Reed do, does win this challenge somehow. I couldn't recognize who was who, like, because they had giant bonnets covering their faces. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So for this week's maxi challenge, the girls will be walking the runway in the bag ball with three different looks. A mixed bag where you... Um, you know, it has to be, it can be a pun or something. It has to have bag in the title of it. Very <laughs> loose, open-ended category. Uh, and then we have another loose, open-ended category, money bags. Um, uh-huh. So th- so it's like, are we supposed to look super rich and luxurious or like businesswoman? Nobody knows. And then finally, the girls Ooh, have to tea. create a high fashion look out of, you guessed it, bags. This is fun. Um, that would be very hard to work with, like the material. I don't know where I would begin, just even thought process-wise with a bunch of bags to make a garment. But I yeah. thought that was fun. I would have set all the purses on fire and really just <laughs> mixed it up a little bit. <laughs> just ran out there as they're on fire. Ah! <laughs> I mean, that would have been make better than now, what... Bitch. <laughs> that would have been better than what Lala Ree did. Ooh, <sighs> we'll get there. Um, but but yeah. like, just <laughs> to be so clear, so they only made the last look, right? Like the first two looks were those like brought from home. Yeah, those were brought, I believe. Okay, which is interesting because I felt like the second round wasn't near as good for some of the queens. Well, because I feel like uh, they were probably given a different prompt, and then they called it something different when it actually came to film. Oh, mm. do you think so? Well, we know me, that's happened looks, in the past. Yeah, we know it's happened in the past. This looks, this category looks more like they were told to bring a businesswoman outfit. Oh, uh-huh. uh, okay. Not like look like a rich bitch, you know. Yeah. Um So then Utica Queen goes very out of her way to help the ungrateful Lala Ree. <laughs> <laughs> I like Utica's energy so much. Like, just so helpful, so helpful, and still managed to do all that work that she did on that last garment so way to pay it forward Utica she was like who needs help bitch got the way I'm helping you (laughs) (laughs) I want to meet Utica yeah I like her what a queen um so then we finally find out the tea about La La Ree and Tamisha uh Tamisha put her in drag like once so I guess she's like an honorary Iman and Tamisha is like her original drag mom, but then they kind of just like lost touch. Mm-hmm. I like the clarification there because you know, some of the dolls back home would be like, uh, uh-uh, she's not in the family. You know how the Queens get very jealous and territorial. Yeah. Not all, but enough of you. So don't play like I'm wrong. But also that how that's how ballroom works though, too. It's like, girl, this is, you're not in the house. Yeah, very much so. I appreciated them clearing it up. It was a cute moment, too, of just them talking about how they're reconnecting through this experience. Yes, girl. And then Timisha throws an impromptu ball of her own to show Utica what they're all about. Ooh, what category would you all get a 10 in? Any category. Just what category would you get 10s across the board? Category is buffet drag. Yes, girl. Ah. She's wearing all the food. I'll go with like category is sleepy time realness. Oh my gosh, you too. 
I would definitely be like the rich bitch for sure. I want to look pretty. I want to feel rich and expensive. Unless we're doing eight counts, then I need to be like ready to slay the dance floor. Yeah. In your Crocs? (laughs) Definitely not Crocs, bitch. Okay. If I, if there's ever Crocs on my feet, someone's probably murdered me and stole my shoes. Those are coming back now though, Crocs. Yeah. It's all the rage in the UK, I believe. Crocs and scrunchies. What's happening to the world? Well, even your sister. (laughs) I told y'all I refuse to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> Better get the crock out of my way. <laughs> I will do that happily. Yes, girl. So then, uh, you know, RuPaul, she doesn't walk around and talk to the girls no more. She just calls them over two by two. She I summons them. I noticed that, too. I'm like, Ru can't even fucking walk around anymore. She's like, actually, can you just lift your entire workstation up and come over here to talk to me? Do you think it's for COVID reasons or it doesn't matter if they've all been tested in quarantine together? I have no idea. Maybe it's a COVID thing so that there's like six feet between them or something. Oh, that could be it. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. Like everyone that's filming has to be like in the bubble, but I don't yeah. know. But I guess if they're staying away, who knows? Yeah. it's. I mean, it's still good to keep your six feet, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So then Rue tells Simone, oh, hey, um, you probably weren't thinking about this, but it seems like your inner saboteur is coming out. Make sure you fuck up the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, I I love RuPaul, but she loves to talk about that inner saboteur. You turn on the podcast, you watch an episode of Drag Race. We are always hearing about it. So I think the girls know. It's a nice reminder, but why are we shaking the girls up like this? To be fair, I like to send my inner saboteur to the grocery store because I don't like doing <laughs> that. So I get it. I'm going to start making mine do that shit. You know, I hate errands. Yeah. If we just really think about our inner saboteur and what they're doing at all times, then I don't know. This is dumb. I hate the inner saboteur. <laughs> I do too. Fuck the saboteur. RuPaul is just being messy, but um, I love RuPaul still. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> oh, I just pulled a Tamisha. Come for me. Don't try it. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> a Scorpio so jumped out. Rue gives all the queens a coach bag created especially for them, and they have to show it off during their money bags look. The second look with this large shaped purse with random shit on it. I hope Bob got one of those purses because it kind of favored the shape. It was very drag, the size, and purse first. Come on. Give Bob a coin for this challenge. Yeah. I could fit so much shit in those purses, too. Oh, yeah. I can pack a weekend look in there for sure. I feel like this is like the Build-A-Bear of uh, (laughs) purses. (laughs) I could put like all my Quidditch supplies, including my broom, in there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, but the ones that are non-sponsored by jk rowling <laughs> yeah that's right not the transphobic also ones. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not watching the harry potter tv show so y'all can fuck no. off with that shit keep it i know she's getting money for that <laughs> yeah keep it sis um anyways so then um you know candy tries to hit on joey again by telling him how horrible his look is <laughs> i feel like 
Okay, let me say this before the episode continues. I I like Candy. I think that she means well. The delivery is just terrible. I don't know if she's willing to fix her delivery is my issue. But this is not the way you flirt, sis. Yeah, and I want to say too, I'm not being hateful towards Candy Muse. I'm just overconfident. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) So I'm not being hateful towards Candy. Uh, Shade rattle. <laughs> All right, moving on. So, <laughs> uh, so then uh, La La Ree starts a conversation about the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. This was a touching moment. It was nice to hear the conversation. Um, you know, I feel like at this point, a lot of people probably forgotten about the movement. So, you know, this was filmed during the time where all where the big movement was going on, like people protesting and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's good to still even though that moment has already passed, it's still good to have it on television, because even though people aren't like rioting and protesting anymore, that doesn't mean that the Black Lives Matters movement just needs to stop like it. There's still progress to be made. That's right. My biggest issue is with people who just turn the cheek because maybe it doesn't um, directly impact them. I appreciated seeing this moment from La La Rie because that's the side that a lot of people don't see that black people have to go through. We're not just online or protesting or, you know, sharing our content surrounding the subject just for fucking fun. Like this, there's actually trauma and like generational trauma and seeing things like that it's like we can never escape it until we're willing white people to work on ourselves and to to fix it so i think it's an important conversation to continue and i'm very happy that drag race did this with the season 13 queens yeah i I just want to say i was glad that drag race decided to like use of the few minutes that they had in this segment to just like address it and like show because I mean, they could have easily went with like a different topic, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and just like covered something else. But it was, I thought it was good that they decided to do that. Yes, yeah. they could have just let Candy talk for two minutes, but exactly, yeah, <laughs> right. All right, so this is about time to talk about the runway looks. When we get back, we will be talking about all thirty-six looks in very lots of in lots and lots of details so i hope you guys are ready for this long four-hour podcast buckle up (laughs) brb hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming right now we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again while you wait here's some things that you should check out yeah remember everyone you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um tfcpod on twitter facebook and instagram oh and one more thing you're not my real dad and you never will be anyways back to the show Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back back again to, in detail, go through 36 looks, <laughs> starting with number one. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going <laughs> to talk about each look, girl. Like, honestly, we do this every season. 36 looks is far too many to, to review. I highly suggest you go support Raja and Raven at the Fashion Photo Review like we will when we're done recording, and if you want more detail. Yes. They definitely hate um, themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, damn it. We have to record a long episode today. <laughs> Raja lets us know. 
Um, were there, I guess let's just start, like, maybe do it by categories, like this first pun runway. Were there any looks that stood out to you? For the mixed bag? I thought... Yes, girl. I thought Denali's was really cool. Yeah, like, Denali's was really, really, really good. Yes, I don't, like, I don't know, just amazing with the airbag and how she made it work and it... It didn't look like baggy on her. Like mm-hmm. it, it was very like form fitting, but still got the point across. Yeah, I don't know. I just really loved it. Denali is um um yeah, she's one to watch, which we already know. But this look, it's like oh my gosh, how cool! It's so different. I have I can't recall anything like this on the drag race stage, um before. Yeah, me either. I've never seen like, and that's a different silhouette that we usually get too. So it's very um, futuristic, alien esque kind of. Yeah, I, I was I was living for that one. Uh, another good look was um, Joey J's poison ivy bag. <laughs> oh my gosh, Joey! This look was not bad. You know, I thought it was poison ivy as well, like the joke. But um, yeah, you know, it was cute. She gave us a wig and a look, a story. I like it. Yeah, do you get it though? Because it's like it's an ivy bag, but there's also ivy growing. <laughs> no, we get it. I think <laughs> get it because it's like poison ivy. No, just ivy. Ivy is it poison I, ivy though? Like I was going for the ivy bag. Joke? Ivy bag. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I think we'll just have to move on, Carson. <laughs> She was was Um, trying. She was trying. Okay. Yeah. Then La La Ree was spooky bag. I wanted this to be a little better. I still liked it. I liked it. Um, But I wanted just more with the bones. I thought that this was a moment where we could have had a more skeletal kind of three dimensional look with the bag on the (laughs) bottom. Um, I've been doing some reading on don't get scared y'all i've just been doing some research and um whatnot on my kind of ancestry and our religious practices and of course being from the congo and from nigeria there's a lot of um like voodoo influence but it's not what the mainstream makes it seem that's all i will say about that so i appreciated this kind of look and story that she was trying to serve us and i did not think it was the worst of this category it reminded me of the pokemon the the bone the bone pokemon oh with the skull head yeah. oh my gosh what's his name what's his name i don't know i don't play pokemon cubone yes cubone sure Q-bone. yay cubone fuck yes i love pokemon um so then elliot with two t's was a gift bag it was like really annoying it kind of fit her personality that was basic as hell yeah i was cute to say to rupaul like it was it was cute but it was a little basic girl yeah, yeah. T- Tamisha was that old bag. <laughs> Tamisha, I need. Uh, I appreciate the it character. Was fun. It was like, fun. I like the acting. I just wanted her to push it a little more. Like, you know what I mean? Just like a little more sparkle, maybe. Like may- maybe wear a grandma dress instead of a suit. Yeah, like a muumu or something. Yeah, yeah. give us some like Medea vibes. Yeah, yeah. that could have been funny. Not necessarily yeah. like Medea on the nose, but exactly what you said. Or if you're going to be a fierce um, older woman in a suit, you know, do up the hair a little more. Give us like a fierce updo with some, you know, fierce grandma glasses. Like, go there. Take it there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, then another look that I really enjoyed was Simone's fun bags. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, titties, galitties. Yeah, yeah, girl. I just want to do a. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to motorboat those titties. <laughs> make sure you make sure you remember to come up for air. <laughs> yes, girl. You can get lost in those. I would drown in those. Yeah, I liked this. It was super fun. Like she just, it was over the top, and it was just campy. And I love that she popped them at the end. <laughs> yeah that was fun. yeah girl um so then um simone gives us an uh flashback to her a previous boxer runway outfit i mean oh this is actually olivia lux actually rude yeah. rude okay i thought this was cute olivia is stunning i have a crush on olivia um I saw a tweet about this actually before I saw the episode and I logged off promptly because I didn't want to be spoiled. I just kind of blindly logged into Twitter and I yeah. was like, Oh shit, I haven't watched. Cause the very first tweet I saw was one from the Vixen <laughs> that I won't talk about. And then, um, nothing bad. I just don't think it's relevant, but I saw drag race girls is what I'm saying. I yeah. saw the Vixen and then I saw like Olivia saying, <laughs> sorry, we packed similar outfits. So calm down. Toxic Queens. Yeah. yeah. And it, then you got to log off, like cut the internet dead ass. I sure did. Yeah. I think it was just more unfortunate cause I thought mm. it was a cool look. It yep. was just bad timing. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And got Mick was a body bag. That was really pretty well done. I like that look a lot. Walking Dead Fierce. Yeah. Yes. She had a lot of guts to wear that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm enjoying Got Mick on Drag Race. Like, talk about versatility and just talent. Like, my goodness. What are they going to do next? Yeah. And then Rose did a nod to her Scottish. Uh, heritage so you can just put that in your pipe and smoke it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a good bowl rosé yeah it was cute yeah and then tina burner was there um as a drunk <laughs> and after tina was candy muse who was a cat magician oh you know i just got it her top was a bunny i was like what the fuck is her top all about I see. I did not register until this very moment. Oh. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just got it. Literally. I've watched this episode twice and I literally just got it. <laughs> Girl. Okay. So I thought this was like fun. I didn't think it was like terrible or no, anything. it wasn't terrible. I wasn't, but I was expecting her to like pull a rabbit out of her hat. Yeah. Yeah. She just pulled that giant dildo out of the, her bag. <laughs> 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 a burst like, of flowers since... bitch balloon <laughs> yeah something Jeez, <laughs> louise she pulled out gandalf's staff she's like you <gasps> shall not pass notes her dress from last week could have been the cape for her magician outfit and that would have Boom. sent this shit off well she she turned her bag into a cape oh i must have missed that part yeah you blinked i think probably it happened really quick at the end sorry <laughs> yeah duh idiot whoopsies <laughs> <laughs> then uh so we have utica she was a doggy bag that was really fierce good acting here mm -hmm. i love the wig very poodle um very French. i love it yes so then we transition into the rich bitch looks the money bags uh denali is cruella Deville. it's kind of nothing too crazy 
I like it. There is a simple chicness about this. Um, one could argue that there is a little too much going on, but I think it was just enough, actually, the way she was working the garment. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I loved the the cigarette in the inner nail mm-hmm. that was just kind of, you know, setting there. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yes. And then Joey J comes out as a pirate business lady. Um <laughs> The purse doesn't really match. I don't know. There are lots of binary codes on it. I don't know. I just, I'm so annoyed, Joey. I'm so annoyed. Like, come on. Like, I get it. We don't want to wear a wig, but we have to style the hair or do something different. You know what the judges are going to say. So let's get ahead of the game, shall we? I don't know. Like, I feel like... I don't wear wigs. This is my hair. I I don't wear wigs. Don't mind the, the hair. Like, I get what it is. Like, she needs to like wear like I get it like it's boring after a while but if I was going to a Joey J show I would expect not to see a wig I guess is what I'm saying right yeah and but to if be fair Lala Ree did not wear a wig either well she did not but I mean Lala we Lala Ree has worn wigs and so has Joey J but if we're not going to wear wigs if we're not bald queens I mean even Bob the drag queen put some shit on their head every once in a while yeah. you have enough hair on the top of your hair on the top of your head to put a curl or um, a more exaggerated mohawk or something like we can't just do the same faux hawk every time because that's what's bothering the judges it's not the no wig it's they want to see a different story yeah and if you're not going to wear a wig just put a purse on your head (laughs) hey that would have worked for real yeah (laughs) um so la la re this was like her best look honestly of the three yes slayed this look i loved it yeah, and then Elliot with two T's just looked like an angry, <laughs> looked angry like she always does. Elliot with two T's is going to be on a season of um, Housewives. You just wait. Yeah. Uh, then we get Tamisha Amon in a look that I don't think was nearly as bad as the judges made it out to be. I don't think so either because like you were saying, like the categories are very vague and then we know they probably give them the checklist of what to pack and then RuPaul... Um, presents it as opulence, which sure, there's more time to kind of decorate and zhuzh up your look some more. But I didn't think it was that bad at all. This was very, yeah. in Stoney's words, you know, Phaedra Parks goes to work. <laughs> yeah, I thought she did w- put a ostrich feather on there. That's very expensive. See? It could have been a chicken feather. Ooh. Yeah, I thought it was executive realness. So I don't know. It's so confusing, these judges. And not all these rich people know how to fucking dress in the office. I've seen it firsthand. Khaki with pleats. What the fuck? Right? Ew. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, next, we have Simone, who, um, I don't know. I guess this look was okay. I don't know if I was. It was safe. I think okay is the word. It Red definitely... hair with pink? It's very like um, Nicki Minaj does Valentine's Day, but um, <laughs> I thought it was fine. It I wasn't don't have my much. fave. Yeah. yeah. I don't have much to say about it. Yes. Uh, then we have um, Olivia Lux as the Hogwarts flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, girl. <laughs> yeah. This, this look was not for me. As I agree. I don't think it was my favorite favorite Olivia look. No. <laughs> no. But next we have a very strong look. Very nice. Uh, we have got Mick with 
this uh i don't even know what to call it but it looks nice <laughs> this is what i would call a um tuxedo bodysuit with an asymmetrical revealed shoulder storyline with very uh, severe accents that <laughs> that were very proper i thought this look was amazing she looked rich the purse was something that I think we would see on shelves, not at the Build-A-Coach store. I think this is a purse we'd see for sale, the way it was decorated. Very simple, very chic. And the pop of color with the black and silver and white, very, very, very correct. Um, Gottmik knows what they're doing. Yeah, you know what I think could have just like made this look really better is if they just put a bunch of more random stuff on her coach purse. <laughs> Yeah, like just pasted <laughs> some more doilies yeah. in there. Some doilies. Just, you know, whatever is around, you know, feathers maybe or some some numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Some tumbleweave. I mean, makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, it, her outfit was really great and the purse was just kind of like plain. So probably should have <laughs> just, you know, maybe she just didn't do as good of a job at the Builder the build purse uh, station she was at or something. Listen, maybe they were out of things. That color... I thought it was chic. Less is more. Um, she could have easily, um, you know, pulled a Tina Burner and put four patches in a row that resembled fucking fire trucks again. I thought yeah. this was chic and timeless, the purse. You don't, less is well, more sometimes. When in it's doubt, not, put a bird on it. It's not Dooney and Burke. That's all I'll yeah. say about that. Yeah. All right. Moving on. We have Jose with um, a look straight out of the movie screens. <laughs> oh my gosh hold on hold on i'm trying to remember what this one is because it's not the bag one right it's not the bag one it's it was a mustard yellow purse with like the white and polka dots i actually did not mind the dress and i think this kind of falls into the same kind of realm as the tamisha iman i think that rose was going for like kind of an executive rich bitch look but um, I thought it was cute, nothing over the top. I think for me personally, I wanted different hair, but I actually really enjoyed the garment. Yeah. But she's also like paying homage to the character. Like she's paying homage to this character in the movie, and then they're like, well, this wasn't drag enough. I'm uh, like, girl, okay. she's paying homage. Okay. This is literally textbook drag queen shit right here. Yeah, you're correct. You're correct. I hate everyone. <laughs> Yeah, the judges are like so like uh, nitpicky whenever they feel like it. I'm like, oh, it's not drag to pay homage to fucking Bette Midler, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. There. Not buying it, sis. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Tina Burner is here again, and <laughs> next we have Candy Muse, <laughs> and uh, she has dipped her head into a pit of fake money i guess with a bra and panty (laughs) listen i actually really enjoyed the storyline and it's not just because she was carrying a giant blunt um this is it's hard to pull off a look like this because it's so simple i feel like the the best thing about this look were the accessories i wanted a little more from the look like if you're gonna give me a sexy like lingerie smoker's jacket kind of moment let's make it fenty honey so it reads well on the stage yeah i don't know i hated this look i don't think it was that great to be honest i I don't like the look look. but i like the message because um candy (laughs) did say on twitter um that it was about like um they cut it out of the show but it was about like being um 
you know, paying homage to like the sex workers and stuff like that, because I guess maybe at some point Candy has been a sex worker, but they cut that part out of the show. So I like the message. Don't like the look. Okay. Okay. Damn. Why would they cut that out? Especially as much as they support it on podcasts and such. Rude. Yeah. And as much as they love just putting Candy on screen talking. (laughs) For real. (laughs) So weird next we have utica with um i don't know fashion is this fashion from utica it is fashion i don't know i was kind of indifferent about this too like the judges were just like it was so good i thought there was i feel like i would see this on a runway somewhere i like that utica has all of these surprises just tucked away in their little drag toolbox um because like Michelle said later when we get to judging, they want to put the quirky queens into a box and then they pull out, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. It's like, okay, drag is not just about being fucking Violet Tchotchke, okay? But it's nice to see the versatility. And I thought that this was like a very high fashion look. I thought the accessories were fun on the dress. It was balanced. It was just enough. And I think the wig was super appropriate. Very mod, but futuristic. Yeah. So now we are into the outfits that all the queens made. First up is Denali in her Dia de los Muertos look that I enjoyed quite a bit and felt was underrated. I thought this was so good. Like, Denali is getting played. Like, I thought that she should have been in the top. Not, like, the winner, but she should have been, like, not safe. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like Denali just got a raw deal this episode. Because mm. <laughs> I really liked all three of her looks and thought they were, like, up at the top so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah they're they're giving her the jan edit here she's coming for edges hopefully we see her um excel a little more <clears throat> yes then we have joey J come out in her giant ponytail polka dot look we've seen it before joey we've seen it before well, and yeah i don't know it's just hard looking at that because it was just i couldn't understand what was going on i mean i've like Michelle kind of said, I've definitely seen worse on the runway, but it was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't bad, but it was just like, I don't think it was as bad as the judges were making it out to be either. It was just confusing. It was a confusing yeah. fashion story. We didn't get it. You know what else is a confusing fashion story? La La Rie gluing bags to a corset. <laughs> Girl, I am so upset. She's on my team. <laughs> Girl, in this moment, in this moment, because what were you doing? This is She's def- like, I didn't have enough bags. I'm like, you know what happens if you cut a bag in half? It gets longer, girl. <laughs> it's going to make more space. This was like a lim- definitely elimination worthy in my eyes. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was it's up there with like one of the top worst looks of all time. She came dangerously close to going home, but I was thinking, okay, she ran out of material. Why don't we just, you know, take the glue, the bags off because there's plenty more bag to work with. Make a top with what you have and then do something different on the bottom. It is a bag challenge. So coordinate, bitch. Yeah, like, why are you going to grab, like, ten bags and assume that's going to be enough to make an outfit out of? A literal <laughs> pack of Party City bags. Oh, this will be enough for a gown, bitch. What? Yeah. 
<laughs> it barely covered your panties. We got to do better, Lala. Well, and my favorite thing was, we'll get to Utica, but when Nicole Byer was like, Utica made this and Lala remade this. In the <laughs> same <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Girl. Um, next, we have Elliot with two T's in a pink cowl jacket and a, a brawn panty skirt sort of situation sorry elliot the only thing about this that was las vegas to me was your chunky ass jewelry and we know i love chunky jewelry it was definitely yeah. not brown cow stunning or pink cow stunning this was not strawberry milk stunning but by any means no i don't want to say elliot you should have been in the bottom because i don't want to be candy but you definitely were saved by other people <laughs> being worse than you. Uh, <laughs> Stony, next, keeping it cute. <laughs> yeah. Next, we have Tamisha Iman. They were very harsh on her look here, but I don't understand why. Like, I thought it was very well um, put together. And it's like, I don't know. There were outfits, a lot of outfits that were way worse than this. It wasn't as harsh as they made it seem. Would I have changed the necklace? Yes. Was it the end of the fucking world? Hell no. I thought that Elliot yeah. should have been in Tamisha's space because that was a very simple outfit compared to what Tamisha did. And yeah. I figured out the issue with the breastplate, actually. Um, it looks like it's just the way it's cut. I don't know what kind of breastplates are out there. So listeners, you know, please educate us. But it looks like... It's very rounded, which kind of makes the breastplate blend into the shoulder, like directly into the shoulder. So mm -hmm. it keeps this like broadness that makes the neck go away. We have to find a way for Tamisha to elongate that breastplate moment, even like cutting yeah. it lower or cutting the sides in a little more. I think or not the wearing trick. the necklace so that you can see more of the neck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or a thinner necklace. A thinner necklace, yeah. Um, next, we have Simone in a bra and skirt. <laughs> Bitch got lucky because she can't sew. So, girl, you got away with this one. <laughs> yeah, she definitely did her best, like, tea coffee out on the <laughs> runway. <laughs> Like, yeah, here I am. <laughs> here I am. Please think I'm sexy. <laughs> uh, next, we have Olivia Lux. I thought this outfit actually was really nice. It was very like Wonder Woman esque. I love this look. I think Olivia's gorgeous. My God, every week I'm just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> but I love seeing more of Olivia every week because this is also Queen. You just don't know what you're gonna get. So I'm always excited to see what she's gonna come down the runway in. Yeah, I enjoyed yes, this one. Um, so next we have Got Milk, Got Mick. <laughs> <laughs> got Mick. Got Mick. And uh, in, uh, I don't know. I didn't like this look. You didn't like it? I didn't I was like living. it either. This is the one where I'm like, why is everyone like flipping out over this? It just looked like... I don't know. I was just kind of felt like they're like, this is so fashion. And you went to fashion school and like, and we're like going to brag about this look. Like maybe I just don't understand it. Cause I'm not like a fashionista like the rest of these yeah. queens. Well, you don't have to be because here's here. it Here's what it is about fashion. It is whatever you think it is for you. 
everyone's going to have different tastes. I actually really enjoyed this look. I love a Joan Jet homage wherever I can consume yeah. one on the internet or on TV. I love, I love everything about Joan Jet. Um, I thought it was very punk rock and chic. Could we say she's relying on that body? Yeah. But I mean, Got Mick also shows us versatility. So yeah, hers was true. also the only looks of all three that felt like a complete collection. I felt that Got Mick gave us like a full story with all three looks, showing us that she's thinking outside of the box. Yeah. And, and, and while this look was not my favorite, she did um, sell it very well on the runway. Mm-hmm. The energy was there. Um, next we have Rose with their with her carnival bride look. <laughs> <laughs> carnival bride. I actually enjoyed this bag, this ball look. Let me say this ballsy bag look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, girl. I liked it a lot. I thought it was fun. Like <laughs> like the way Rose just like twirls out onto the runway and just won't stop twirling just My always God. makes me giggle a little bit because <laughs> you, you think she's she going in the fireplace <laughs> didn't yeah. you yes. yes i'm just like keep tur- twirling girl i want to see more <laughs> that stephanie's child <laughs> turn is real like i was just like you know this is this is jan's family right here because the presentation is always there like i have to be perfect uh. i practiced this until 5 a.m. bitch <laughs> like what, you are gonna get this moment whenever COVID is over like I just want to go see Stephanie's child yes, on tour please. like for real <laughs> I just want to be a silly gay in the front row giving them all my yeah. money just to have a Jan moment and a rosé moment now <laughs> yeah I'm gonna be in the front row too so I can be like I'm drinking rosé <laughs> 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 while I'm wearing my um face crack Jan mask yes definitely <laughs> So this was like sort of like a simple bra and panty look, but it was done like better than the other ones that we've talked about because there is movement with the bag. So it, it, it's like more elevated than just a bra and a panty. That's right. You took the words out of my mouth. Sweetness It's called elevation. Yes. And um, so then Tina Burner uh, was wearing red and yellow again. I'm so tired of that. Like, I actually really enjoyed the shape of this dress, but come on, girl. We need to do something else now. Wear a fire hydrant pin or something. We got to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's what what annoys me because I feel like Tina keeps getting, like, a pass for just wearing, like, red and yellow. Completely. And then then they're like, Joey, you're wearing your hair again. That's T. That's T. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's annoying. That's a very solid point. Tina's totally getting a pass that way. Yeah. Then we have Candy Muse in uh, her backpack realness. Backpack. Explorer. Backpack. (laughs) Okay. This was fun. And I did like this look, actually. But the commentary from Candy was even better. Where she (laughs) was like... (laughs) <laughs> she's gonna steal your fucking lunch money yeah don't fight me or i'll steal your lunch money or whatever or... no bitch she's gonna make she's gonna walk up to you and say go buy me lunch like that's how that's actually gonna go <laughs> but i actually enjoyed this look a lot i love the little bobolettes in her hair it's taking me back to my young gay days when i was braiding my cousin's um doll baby's heads and using yeah. all of the hair accessories um i thought it was all very scrunchies fun. no scrunchies Bobolettes and grease, blue grease, blue magic, if we're being specific. Whoop. All right. And moving on, Utica Queen with a, a, a sleepover to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of this episode. 
Yes, <laughs> girl. to remember. Oh my gosh, I love this. I was worried because we all know. I mean, I used to use those fucking sleeping bags to sled down my stairs in the house. When I was a military brat, I would get on the sleeping bags and just go down the stairs. And my mom would freak out. She's like, I swear if you go through this wall, you're going to an orphanage. <laughs> But um, because it's slippery, it's so slippery, it's poofy, there's shit inside, and she did this. Like, holy shit. I didn't know what I was looking at at first, but whoa, good job. It's very high fashion, too. It's very high fashion. Yes, I I love that she did this, and it was just, like, so cool with the hood and everything. Mm -hmm. She just, like, looked like an evil, like, um, I don't know, sleeping bag queen. Princess gone bad. She's like, I'm cutting yeah. my skirt a little higher. I'm not doing my hair. I'm actually cutting all my hair off, and I'm still going to be fierce and start my own kingdom. This is what I was getting. Yes, girl. Um. So yeah, and then Got Mick wins the challenge. So congratulations to you, girl. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. I was pulling for Utica, but I think um, Got Mick snuck by by hair. I think Utica yeah. should have won. I think Utica should have won too. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Lala Ree in her four bags and Joey J are in the bottom two. <laughs> Joey J in her ponytail. Joey J in her Ariana Grande. Yeah, we got to watch Lala Ree de drag during the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to watch the big lady dance on the runway. <laughs> Listen, I was into it, strip tease. I was like, come on, nipple tease. <laughs> I feel like. The fact I feel like in any other situation, like La La Ray should would have gone home for like not having a wig, not yeah, basically not even being in drag on the in the lip sync. But you it know was, her personality, she yeah. brought it. Totally, this was very um, reminiscent to me of oh my gosh, y'all, I'm blanking. Monet, Monet Exchange versus someone with the Nicki Minaj song. Oh, um, Dusty Ray. Dusty Ray. Rest <laughs> in peace, Dusty Ray. Um, this was very that. I think this was just more of like Lala Ree's lane, not because she's black. Shut the fuck up, listeners. Um, toxic listeners, excuse me. Um, but it's just more of her like flavor. Well, you know they're going to do that. You know they're going to do that. Oh, you're, you're like, stop listening to our fucking podcast. No, toxic <laughs> listeners, because this is what the people do. No, I'm calling them out because they perpetuate the drama. Like, they're going to say, oh, he's just saying that on Thanks for Coming because she's the black queen and this is her kind of song. No, no, this is just more of La La Ree's flavor. I think that La La Ree, based on their drag herstories, they're going to deliver this a little better. But it's anyone's game, so. I think La La Ree can probably just perform any song, to be honest. <laughs> I also agree with that. <laughs> and she's going to turn it, so. Yep. Um... You know, like just like she should have done to her dress, she should have turned it and burned it. <laughs> just burn that <laughs> shit. There's nothing to turn there. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this was a pretty good l- lip sync. I think that everyone did a really good job. And in the mm-hmm. end, Lala Ree stays. I think she deserved to go home because the sheer audacity of coming on the runway looking like that was <laughs> unforgivable. <laughs> But she she got by. She got by. She got Joey, by. Joey did not do a bad job either. She was doing her best on the stage, and I think that she gave what she had. So, you know, kudos yeah. to Joey as well. Yeah, cluck, cluck. Like, 
Because, like, also, out of the two of them, like, I feel like we've just seen it all from Joey. Uh And if there's any of the two, like, from the two of those girls, if, like, the one that I would want to see more from would be La La Ree. Agreed. 100%. Like, because I feel like La La Ree can do more. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Joey's gone. La La Ree stays. All right. We finished the show. Let's have Stoney update us on the Fantasy League. Yes. Seth is in last place with 50 points. Holla, fuck this show. <laughs> I'm in second place with 80 points, Ooh. and Jamal's in first with 130 points. Yes. I hate you all. Pulling ahead. Y'all are coming for my crown, though, on UK, if anyone's following on with our UK coverage. Yeah, girl, I'm winning. That's right. Seth is in the lead. Yes, I'm winning one, and I'm losing one. <laughs> <laughs> we like to play fair where we can on Thanks for Coming. Yes, queen. All right, let's get into this untucked drama. Let me let me put some wig glue on real quick. Hold on. Yeah, actually, first things first. I'm the realist. Um, no, just kidding. (laughs) First things first. This is a television show. Yes. No need to go send hate to any of the girls. We are talking about drama that occurred in the TV show that may or may not have been produced by them or whatever. We don't know. Everything's fine. Yes. No, don't hate nobody. Calm down. And we don't know for sure how it's been edited. We don't know if something happened before that wasn't filmed or shared on the show. So we're talking about the TV edit that we see on the TV screen. Yes. Yes, girl. And this is like... Go ahead. I was going to say, I've seen people like were... um, like sending death threats to like uh, Candy's mom or something like That's shit like ridiculous. Yeah, like there like someone was like sent Candy an email and was like I like the titles like I want to book you or whatever like for my club and then that way when she opens it up they're like not nah, you suck I hope you die and your mom dies and everyone does you because you're worth nothing or whatever. See, I'm like girl, see, not all that. See, uh, this is exactly why I <clears throat> I call out the toxic fans because I don't mind dragging your ignorant asses. Why do you have that much time to do that kind of bullshit? Like, we're just here watching a show, reacting to what we're seeing on a TV screen. You don't know these hoes. If you if you want to act like you know Candy, you should probably go listen to our interviews with Aja or watch it on YouTube. So there's that. And now we'll talk about Untucked. Yes. So we just had to get that little um, warning out of the way. <laughs> um, so, yes. In Untucked the girl the safe girls are complaining about being safe and also about how every single safe girl should have won the competition i think it's funny how um and don't get me wrong you know i've been there i've been there with bosses whoever else you name it you're not going to agree all the time with the boss but it's not your show you're not on the judging panel and you can feel how you feel that's fine but what you feel isn't necessarily what's happening right now so we got to get over it sis right like when's the last episode you saw where five people won the competition rupaul's best friends race oh that hasn't aired yet right oh yeah next season maybe (laughs) (laughs) like come on like i don't know there's nothing more annoying to hear a bunch of safe queens to like they all think that they should have won i'm like okay so you think you should have won 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 
well, what now, bitch? Shit, Simone wasn't saying shit. What do you think, Stoney? Well, because first of all, Simone knew, knew better, and she knew that her <laughs> shit. She was, was lucky to be safe. Yeah, she did not have a good luck. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> and like the only person in that group to me that could even argue and bitch was maybe Denali. Yes, because she Olivia. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, I could see that. I guess I felt like Denali definitely was like. She should have probably been in there. She had a stronger package. But, like, I don't know. It's just kind of like these queens, they want to, like, complain and bitch because they're safe. And it's like, okay, we're on a season, like, with 14 queens. Like, we went through, like, five episodes, like, one elimination. So it's like you're not going to get the critiques that you want from the judge, like, right away. Like, it's going to take time because the season is never ending. So... It's just like, calm down, like you're fine. But like Candy seems to think she's the best at everything, even though she hasn't won anything, but she seems yeah. to think she's the best. We have to well, be this real is with the, ourselves. This is the part where we do talk about Candy Muses Untucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we said it last week or whenever we talked about Untucked last. This is Candy Muses Untucked. This is where she expresses all of her thoughts, and we don't get to hear from anybody else on the cast. <laughs> what a bulldozer. And they just get interrupted and... It's like, oh, what do you think, Elliot? And then, well, anyways, and I was going girl, how? Okay, okay. So, like I said, I like, I actually like Candy. I think that Candy is very young. She's got a lot of growing up to do, lots of growing up to do. Candy is also a psycho Scorpio, like myself, but I'm 34. So, like I've been saying. I am not the Jamal I was when I was 26. I had to kind of grow through some things. So I get the outburst, but don't ask for feedback and then act that way. Because what I get about the outburst is, okay, that's how you feel. But let's take a beat and think for a moment. I just asked for this feedback and now I'm getting it. And now I don't want to hear anything of what any of you bitches have to say. And now I'm going to make myself look like an asshole because I think Candy's just used to talking over people and because she can talk over people and be loud, they can't respond. And she just thinks that she's always right, right because she doesn't give people a chance to talk because she'll just talk over them if she's not hearing what she wants to hear. But mm-hmm. and in this situation, Tamisha is like, no, ma'am, uh-uh. like we're not letting this happen. You know, Tamisha already tried to bring her down a couple of notches at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> she did not take the the tips and advice. So that's why I think Tamisha um, is just like, you know, coming from left field with the, I don't like this, some of the people in this room. And I get it. Like maybe that was not prompted, but at the same time, like Candy just tells everybody her opinion on everything and everything that's going on without being prompted either. Right. So I don't, so while it is a little bit messy for Tamisha to do that, it's not anything different than what, um, than what Candy's doing. Exactly. It's nothing different than what Candy feels like she's entitled to do every fucking episode. Um, was it messy? I totally agree, Seth. It was that we did not need to hear that from Tamisha. But like I said earlier, all of y'all bitches on all the seasons of Drag Race, y'all all want a real bitch. And then you get a real bitch and you can't take her. You just can't take her because she's not right. letting you 
do that same old dance that you like to do with your little 20 something twinks that you're chasing. It's not going to work yeah. for me, bitch. It's not going to work. <laughs> I have something to say too. How about that? Yeah. And that that's the best part is because Candy is just used to being loud and getting her way. And then when, and then she's like, well, I'm going to leave and remove myself from the situation. And Tamisha's like, where are you going? Where are you going? Like in her <laughs> face, like, are you going to hit me? Like she's just following and Candy just keeps running away like a little chihuahua. I'm like, girl, you ain't that bad. Uh, exactly yeah exactly it's just annoying because it's like candy thinks like she is the best at everything and then like like you said she just feels like feels the need to basically give her opinion on everything and then she gets mad as soon as somebody else like pushes back like yeah her going after elliot and elliot's just like like how many times has she told Elliot like she should have been in the bottom and she should have went home? Talk about like right. it's just like and then Elliot never says anything hardly back. So it's like I don't know. I just feel like Candy can dish it out but can't take it. The moment somebody like like Tamisha says something, then Candy like blows the fuck up and acts like a complete like whiny little bitch. Yeah, this I was, was like. like- team tamisha on this one girl i was too i was too this is just giving me like alaska vibes this was like watching fucking two bull moose go at it like i was just like whoa because tamisha sure as the elder she could have just let it go but no no some of these bitches need to learn and you've got the wrong one today or maybe you've got the right one today as um tamisha said you got the right one today bitch because i'm not going to run away from you just because you're loud we can all we can all be loud and notice how these girls notice how these girls listeners they just sit and they nod and they agree with Candy. Now to Rose's credit, Rose did say, "Now you are a little arrogant, but that does not mean I dislike you." And we've actually pulled up the definitions of confident and arrogance. <laughs> so let's read from the dictionary here. Let's read from the dictionary because Candy wanted to know if she was arrogant. I'll start with confident. Confident, it's an adjective, okay? Feeling or showing confidence in oneself, semicolon, self-assured. Okay, Mm. got it? Are we taking notes? All right. What about arrogant? Okay, arrogant, it's also an adjective. Having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance, underline that. Or Mm. abilities, also underline that. Which one sounds more like candy? Hmm. Truth hurts, sweetie. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with arrogant here. Um, <laughs> I love reading things, don't you? I just love reading. I know. I love I knowing what love... words mean. I love yeah. being able to comprehend words. <laughs> I just, I love it. Yes, bitch. I'm like, girl. I, you're arrogant. <laughs> it's fine. Like, yeah. just own it. Like, if you're gonna do that, just own it. I, I mean, and you can tell too. The thing, the difference in the in the maturity level is like you can tell how like hot and bothered Candy is during this whole interaction. But Tamisha is just cool as ice. She's like, Chill. bitch. Like, I Chill. do this. I, I deal with this shit in my house all the time. Chill. Like, it's fine. <laughs> She's so smooth. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to let you see me sweat. I'm going to be a profession now. Now you want to come into the workroom and apologize to everyone but me. Oh, yeah. Let's let's oh, okay. continue to show our um, class. Let's keep, yeah. let's keep doing that. Yeah. I, yeah. Ju- I just think, like, I don't know. Candy definitely bounces in between 
arrogant and confident, but like definitely this episode at least very arrogant. And now Candy yeah. is also like I keep saying she's a messy Scorpio. I keep saying this because what you should know about Scorpios is that we're very vocal, we're very sensitive, we are very emotional, and we hold we can hold a grudge. And holding a grudge is something I had to learn not to do. And Candy is probably, I'm not speaking for Candy, but just based on my personal experience and having been someone who's misunderstood quite a bit in my lifetime, (laughs) I understand where Candy is coming from. This is just an editing moment. Um, What I don't want to see on the internet is people saying, oh, she's being treated this way because she's a black or brown girl. Now, Candy identified as an Afro-Latina, so I might say black or brown as it relates to Candy. But, you know, for context sake, these are two black Mm -hmm. and brown girls going at it. And this nothing is happening here because we're black or brown. Tamisha's coming at you like an auntie. Like, you need to get it together, sis. Just like Aja was saying in the interview, hey, you look crazy. I'm trying to help you. Um, yeah. Again, go listen to that interview. Um, Tamisha's not here for it. And it's just like, we have to learn as very emotional and explosive people when to kind of take a breath or three or four or five and right. then respond. After, like, you, Candy likes to listen to respond. She doesn't listen to actually hear and that was further proved when she went over to Elliot to have an apology because I think Candy secretly has a crush on Elliot which is why she keeps coming for her but I'm just going to (laughs) ignore Tamisha who had the audacity and the gumption (laughs) I love to call her little girl to call her little girl that's how she's acting I'm sorry that's how she's acting (laughs) but she um, was acting like a little girl she really was and she is a little girl. Like, Tamisha Iman has biological children older than Candy Muse. Right. Can one say it's disrespectful? <laughs> sure. But, I mean, if you're acting like your fucking shoe size, I mean, what what else do you expect to be called? Yeah. And also, I like that Tamisha was fully prepared to take a punch to, like, prove her point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tamisha's not going to back down. And, again, that's a real bitch. And people are afraid of real bitches. So you got to be a real bitch or you're all talk. I'm sorry, yeah. Candy. You're looking like you're all talk. Sorry. We're team Tamisha on this podcast. Yeah. This is a Tamisha stand podcast. Sorry. Like, we're not going to, we don't, I, I told Jamal, we were talking about this a little bit before the episode. I was, I was telling him, like, I don't hate Candy. I just don't think of her. <laughs> Whereas I do, I do actually really enjoy Candy, but there's a lot of moments where I'm just like, oh, girl. But I also know being emotionally intelligent that that's just something that she's going to have to work through and grow out yeah. of on her own. And, and maybe she'll get there. I don't know. She, Candy just doesn't listen to people. And it, it's evident, you know, Aja's tried to help her. Tamisha's tried to help her. She just thinks she knows everything. She thinks she's the biggest star in the sky. And I don't know, girl. I, I mean, it's just exhausting. Arrogant. <laughs> it is exhausting. It's very exhausting. And I'm already s- over the candy season, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, girls, but, um, yeah, so then, you know, of course, the the highlight of this is just is watching her, you know, Candy and Gottmik and <laughs> Tina Burner run around the parking lot away from a bee. <laughs> this would totally be me. I don't I do not do bugs, especially bugs with fucking stingers. I'd be like the biggest sissy you've ever seen. I mean, just ask Seth or Stoney. I I don't play that game. <laughs> yeah, I have seen Jamal run away from a bee many a time. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Arms flailing and everything. Yes, I've seen it. <laughs> it happened just like you saw on the TV show, girl. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was great too. And yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> that was that was fun. That was a fun moment. A nice. It it was a nice light moment that we needed. There was a lot going on. This untucked. There sure was, honey. I thought untucked was boring, but here we are. We're back, at least for an episode. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens next week. I'm wondering if if everyone's going to behave themselves or if the claws are going to come out. I know. And with that being said, listeners, remember what the word constructive means as well. You can't just spew shit online without having been through it yourself or understanding. So let's be conscious of the feedback we're giving the queens and let's remember to be human because yes, we just drug candy for filth, but I mean, Hey, sometimes you need a good dragging. We've all been dragged a good time or two. Yeah. Like I'll drag candy for what she did on the show. But like, again, this is a TV show. Like no need to be like, like, just because candy's not my cup of tea, you know, I'm not going to be like, candy, you suck, like, and Twitter, right. all this vile shit. So, like, that's why I say I don't hate candy. I just don't think of her. Like, I just, you know, that's not who I want to give my attention to. Like, I don't, you know, vibe with that. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm just not going to engage, and that's fine. You know, candy has her fans. That's good. You know, those yep. people fuck with her, and those people can fuck with her. I that's don't. Right. And I'm not going to send, and I'm not going to send her hate over it either. <laughs> We don't, we just don't, we just really literally don't have the time to care. So that, right. That very, that girl, girl who left their phone on again. We're, we're in the middle of this, all this tea and all I hear is someone's phone ringing. I thought y'all were supposed to put your fucking phones on vibrate. Ugh, I'm so tired of these like fans calling into the stupid show. (laughs) Stop giving out your number. You hussy. That that was act oh that was my phone. Sorry everybody. <laughs> I'm just gonna take this call real quick and see if maybe they have any opinions about Untucked. <laughs> Hello. My name is the Will Jameson, and I have something to say. Y'all better not have silenced your phones because I have so many thoughts about this episode. Now I always enjoy a good ball episode since the challenge really relies on a queen's ability and ingenuity. There's no way that editing can hide a bad look. But first, I really have to ask, what was this mini-challenge? These queens had to essentially act out baby fetishes, because why not? I mean, at least Lala Ree got paid for it? Look, it's 2021, nothing makes sense anymore, including this mini-challenge. Okay, now onto the main challenge. It is season 13, so how on earth do you not know how to sew, Simone? Take a class. Watch a YouTube video. Hire my mom to teach you. You've seen all of the seasons. You know what challenges to expect, so there is seriously no excuse. Also, la la ri. There is no way that you could glue gift bags onto a corset and call it fashion. That was rough. My straight relatives who have never taken a fashion course in their entire lives, could do way better than that. Thank God you gave such an iconic lip-sync performance. It really was the highlight of the episode for me. Also, shout out to Utica, who really showed up for this episode and made some incredible looks. She is truly on her way to wiggling to the top. Of course, Gottmik was everything when it came to these outfits. 
Finally, Joey J. What are you thinking? If the judges think you are going for two puns, just lie and say that you are going for two puns. Why would you be so honest and down about yourself? They literally handed you such an asset. Okay, but the real tea that I need to talk about is Untucked. Full disclosure, I don't always watch every Untucked episode. Too often, it gets to be boring and repetitive, and there isn't actually any drama to enjoy. But my god, this episode delivered! To start with, Candy Muse was a hot mess of emotions backstage. First, she feels entitled to be at the top, rather than safe. But you gotta deliver a better performance. Be gracious that you're not going home, and channel that energy into honing your craft instead of ranting. At one point, the safe queens decide to critique each other, which is an objectively bad idea. Tensions are high, you're all tired, and there's no way you're going to say anything constructive. Poor Elliot with two T's was thrown under the bus again. I get that Elliot wants to be kind and supportive to her sisters, but come on, this is a competition. At the end of the day, your performance is what matters, not how nice you were. You can still be miscongeniality and be sassy. I can tell that Elliot is really in her head, which is definitely not going to serve her well in this competition. Next, Candy Muse seriously needs to read the room. If that many people say that you are arrogant, maybe that's a sign. Try some self-reflection, or maybe journaling. I could tell that Candy was pretty stressed out, but she and Tamisha only added fuel to each other's fires. They weren't very willing to actually explore their feelings, and shouting over each other wasn't going to resolve anything. Okay, so it made for entertaining television, but they both really need RuPaul to come in and give them each a hug. Finally, This Untucked was heavily sponsored by Bubbly, and I feel very validated for how much Bubbly I regularly drink nowadays. Fair warning, stay away from the apple flavor, and keep it to the raspberry, mango, peach, or even strawberry flavors. Apparently, there's a market for gay-friendly sparkling water now, which I'm here for. Alright, so thank you again to the TFC Pod Queens for having me on. If you enjoyed my commentary, you can find me on Instagram at thewilljameson, and that is spelled J-A-M-I-S-O-N. If you didn't, then you can email tfcpod at gmail.com. Or you can write an angry letter and then throw it in a fireplace. All right, you all. So just uh, hopefully we we made our point about the television scene that we saw on television (laughs) and and made it clear that we are not actually being hateful to these people. And uh, but we'll be back next week, you guys. We have more RuPaul's Drag Race coverage. We got a UK episode, another season thirteen episode. Will we still have an Untucked to talk about next week in season thirteen? We'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, and thank you in advance for your ratings and reviews. I really yes. want to push us over the top this year. I want to grow the party, listeners. So tell your friends. Please rate us and please review. We love to hear from you. So let us know. We love seeing the reviews. It makes us feel so much better. You know, we're doing this all just because we like doing it. Mm-hmm. And we would be talking about this anyways. Um, but, you know, we like to have an audience. We like having people to talk to as well. Um, so, yeah. Very cool. 
Give me a reason to hop on Instagram Live. No, Sony will not be there. He hates cameras. Sorry. <laughs> that's not Sony's thing, and that's fine. That's totally fine. And, um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, until next week, bye. bye.